go for the Tuesday edition. Paul Swan, your host on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our phone line this hour is 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Our phone lines are brought to you, as always, by White Claw. White Claw Heart Seltzer. It is made pure. I need to talk to management about that. I think some White Claws in our control booth would make things go a lot smoother on this show on a daily basis. Our text line is open as well, 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. We have got a, we've got a fun show today. I want to get that on a t-shirt, by the way. I've got two interns. I think by next month, I should be able to get things printed on a t-shirt with the combined Let's put it this way. I've got two interns. I can make things happen now. So we're going to get, it's going to take a few minutes, but we can get a t-shirt. We have a fun show today. That, that's what I want. I mean, do we have like a Huntington t-shirt brand still? Is there a branding company? We got we to gotta research that. We'll make that happen here. So what's coming up on the show today? Well, we are going to talk a little bit about Marshall's next opponent in basketball. Thundering Herd got a win against UAB. So now we are in the process of trying to get two wins for the Thundering Herd in a row. The next opponent is going to be Old Dominion. Uh, David Hall is going to join us. Um, we are going to talk to him. He's uh, one of the beat writers that covers Old Dominion. So he's going to join us here in the next few minutes. Uh, we'll get your phone calls in, as I mentioned, and your text. Yeah, We've got busy day tomorrow as well. I just want to kind of give you sort of a lay of the land now, yesterday, I was under the impression that we would go a little bit after 5 o'clock. Coach Huff is going to have a presser tomorrow. It's National Signing Day. And with National Signing Day, opportunity for Marshall to kind of announce the finishing of the recruiting. Some of the interesting young men that are already on campus are going to be made available. You can talk to them. There's going to be an event. It's going to be really just a way to really energize the fan base. That's sort of what's going to happen tomorrow. Well, it got moved back a little bit, so we're still going to go on the air with it about 5.30. It should wrap up about 6 o'clock. So if you're not attending tomorrow, we're going to have it for you about 5.30. So we'll take it when it goes live. We'll have it right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. Now, in the meanwhile, we'll have a chance to talk to Tony Kemper tomorrow as the women are in action back at the Cam Henderson Center. So we're going to talk to him, get his thoughts, see if the herd can rebound from a disappointing road trip. Herd did not end the road trip the way it wanted to with losses against Middle and UAB. So back in action. So the women are going to be taking on Old Dominion at home. And again, that's going to be at the Henderson Center. Tony Kemper, our guest tomorrow. I'm looking forward to talking to him, not just because his Chiefs lost the Bengals. That's not the only reason why. I might have to ask that question, how he felt. Actually, uh, no. I'll tell you what. This, you know, one of the things I, I love about the coaches at Marshall, a lot of them, is sometimes they'll just drop me a note. A random note at that. Sometimes I'll just get a random note from some of the coaches, and, and Coach Kemper is really one of those guys that will sometimes just check in on you, how you doing, and other times like, hey, your Bengals are going to get beat today. You know, those kind of notes. So uh, I really enjoyed talking to Coach Kemper. He's coming on the program tomorrow. The only thing I hate about how we're doing it this year is I used to have him on the show. 
But now we're doing the Zoom, so I mean, he, he's not going to want to come on, do the show, and the Zoom. And so I felt like I would be me monopolizing him because I would just say, hey, look, why don't you just cancel the Zoom? Just do the show. That would be me monopolizing him. So we're not going to do that tomorrow. We'll share him tomorrow. That's uh, that's our show tomorrow. But the Old Dominion uh, coming up. Can the Thundering Herd get two in a row? Can the Thundering Herd without Tavion Kinsey? We don't know the status of Tavion Kinsey just yet, so that's still something to keep in mind. I don't know. I think Tavion would agree. They play pretty good without him. Can they do that again? You win one, can you do it twice? That's the question now. Can you do it without Tavion Kinsey again? And if you start doing it without Tavion Kinsey, is there pressure when Tavion comes back? Or does Tavion see that as a challenge? Like, okay, my guys are stepping up. Now I got to get back out there so I can be with them and step up as well. There's there's the dilemma. If the herd, you put Tavion in and maybe the herd starts to do some things that you know, they were doing well, then they revert back to a couple of things. Or you know, does Tavion come out and then the team continues to perform well and then you just add some extra offense there? That's going to be the big question. I'm excited to see because if this team performs well against Old Dominion, plays well against Charlotte, maybe can get both of those games without Tavion Kinsey, I'm excited to see where they go when he comes back and if he's ready to go. I think he'll be back soon. I don't know if he's going to be back Thursday, maybe Saturday. I'm not a medical professional, so that is not a trusted diagnosis by any stretch of the imagination. All right, I'll tell you what. I want to get to our interview early, so uh, we'll do that. When we come back from break, we're going to talk a little Old Dominion basketball with you. We'll get your phone calls and text in as well. We'll do that. Text line is 877. Phone line is 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Our text line, 304-523-2275. More coming up on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Our text line is still open this hour. You can join us also on our White Claw phone lines. We'll do the phone lines a little bit later on at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. We'll get your text back here in the next few minutes. Paul Swan, your host on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Coming up on Thursday, it's going to be fun. Marshall basketball got a win over UAB. So all is right with the world, right? Well, getting ready to take on Old Dominion. Joining us now on the program, a long line of great beat reporters from the Virginian Pilot has been on this show, and David Hall joins us now. David, this is the first time we've had a chance to do this. Um, it's uh, You've had a couple of guys that have been there for a long, long time, so you know, this is new to me, and I'm sure it's uh, new to you as well. How are you doing, David? I'm good. I hope you are. Um, yeah, we've we've had some, some veteran reporters here. Um, I'm starting to become one of them uh, in about two months it'll be nine years since i started here which kind of blows my mind but um i've only been covering o- odu for a year and a half so uh i'm still learning things even in my advanced age how are you enjoying that beat so far because old dominion seems like it would be a fun school to cover it is um it was a really fun football season i'll tell you that because they started out at one and six and then ended up winning the last five and going to a bowl game. So that was neat to see, especially for a first-year staff. Um, 
And uh, the basketball team draws better than anybody in Conference USA. Um, it's a real nice atmosphere. It's a great arena. Uh, the coaches are very cooperative. The players are, are really nice and intelligent. And it's, um, yeah, couldn't ask for anything more. Are you looking forward to the Sun Belt whenever we figure that out as far as when Marshall Old Dominion is going to be finally able to join that? Uh, I know uh, following the Virginian pilot, you guys are really on top of that when it comes to uh, when that timetable might be. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to uh, some car rides instead of getting on a plane. Uh, that'll be nice. And I know that all the coaches have said the same thing in every sport. You know, it's much less of a hassle to get on a bus than it is to in the case of the baseball team, for example, they fly commercial and, you know, they're in the airport at five in the morning. Nobody likes to do that. Hopefully, are you, are you making the trip to Huntington? Are you going to be able to come in? Um, no, I'm not. I haven't traveled this year, this season, um, because of the COVID spike right. mainly. <clears throat> um, so no, I'll, are you talking about the football game? No, I'm talking about basketball. You're, you're going to make okay. the trip. Yeah. No, I will not come for basketball. Um, I'm not sure. I, I think they play at Marshall in football next year. Okay, so there is I an opportunity for you. Yeah. Yeah, I've looked, I look forward to being there, um, especially if it's not snowing. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's, that is a good point. David Hall is our guest. Uh, he is uh, part of the uh, coverage of Old Dominion, the Virginian pilot. Let's talk about this Old Dominion team. Uh, maybe not to start it wanted – it seems like Old Dominion still, as Dan D'Antoni described them, Old Dominion, they're, they're very good. The, the team's finally, it feels like, if you look at them, maybe finding itself, getting back to its winning ways. You know, how would you assess it so far? I think that's a pretty good assessment. Um, and that's not a surprise to anybody with the program. They expected there'd be a feeling out period. They had a real rough patch in November. Um, they went down to a turn, tournament in Myrtle Beach and just weren't weren't themselves. And uh, some guys on the team compared it to a couple of years ago when they hit a rough patch at about the same time and then rebounded and won the league. So um, there's still plenty of optimism. It, it's an intriguing team. Four guys averaging in double figures. Um, certainly the most intriguing player is C.J. Kaiser, who's a, a shooting guard. He can hit from – Three, he can flash. He's a good defender. Um, he, he, they kind of go as he goes at this point. He's a, a six-year senior transfer from North Carolina Central, who was first-team all MEAC last year. <clears throat> so uh, covering Norfolk State as well, I got to see him play a bunch, and I knew what they were getting. And uh, he's, he's turned out to be the real deal. What's your assessment of Marshall? I know this is going to be a different team than – Old Dominion's faced a 10-game losing streak just snapped without Tavion Kenzie. So your best player's not even on the court, and this team beats the best team in Conference USA. You know, what was the reaction when you saw that score and maybe the reaction from the Old Dominion side of this? Oh, I'm sure a lot of people were surprised. But on the other hand, there's so much parity in this league. Any team can win on any given night. Um, it, it looks it, It's look, looking like um, home games are – considerably easier to win in, in Conference USA for some reason. Uh, I know ODU is struggling on the road. Um, they've done really well at home. Uh, so maybe that's a big factor, kind of like the NHL. 
Joining us on the program, uh, we are talking to David Hall from the Virginian pilot. Marshall will face off against Old Dominion. So the the good news is this is a short trip for the Thundering Herd. The bad news is going into one of the toughest venues in Conference USA. This is a fun rivalry. Yeah, I, I would say that I'm glad that Marshall is part of the Sun Belt with Old Dominion once that move is being made because this is such a perfect rivalry between these schools it, it really does feel like that yeah you know, these schools should have been playing long long time ago and thankfully now they're going to continue to do that when the sun belt uh, what's um you know what's the feeling going into this game how does um how is old dominion seeing marshall this year i mean is there any added intensity or you're getting that feel like okay you know this is going to be something we can continue and build on in the sun belt you know what are you getting from this I think Old Dominion is is up to, to play Marshall in anything at any time. I mean, it, it's it, when you look at Conference USA and just how gigantic it is. Um, I think it's refreshing to have a, a, an opponent that's close by geographically, and um, certainly Marshall's established in many sports. And uh, so, yeah, ODU's glad to have the rivalry because there aren't many. And Southern Miss. You get to still make those trips, though. You're not getting out of those. And I think that's a fun trip, though. <laughs> there's just no easy way to get there, man. It's, uh, there's no there's no airport there near the campus, so it's, it's it can be an arduous trip. Yeah, but the food's good there in Hattiesburg. That's, um, that's the thing. The food's good in Hattiesburg. That's a big plus. It's not good everywhere, as you know. How have you um, have you scouted a little bit of um, the Sun Belt yet? I, I know you have to have a lot more familiarity with the Sun Belt than maybe uh, some here in Huntington have. But you know, what's your um, what's your feeling here? You're scouting this. You're looking ahead. What do you, you know? What are some of the matchups you're looking forward to as you cover Old Dominion? Not just Marshall and Southern Miss, those old familiar Conference USA foes, but you know you're looking at Coastal Carolina, obviously. What you know? What are you looking at when you see this this league here in the next year or two? Well, um, there are some some more local local schools. Uh, JMU, uh, I believe, is going up. James Madison. Um, Coastal is a, always a good trip. Everybody loves going to Myrtle Beach. Uh, I think uh, it'll be a competitive league for sure. I mean, it, some people argue that it could be the best uh, non-Power Five league in the country by the time it's all put together, and that that could be right. James Madison. I think um, that's probably going to be one of the the ones that I'm excited for because they're really not a Division One AA school, an FCS school. They've really got to the point where you know they are a legitimate Division One program at this level, uh, and that's got to you know as we mentioned, that's going to be great for you because you know, James Madison a lot closer than say UTEP at any day, and you mentioned Coastal mm-hmm. Carolina. And then you bring in Georgia State, Georgia Southern into this mix, Troy. I mean, there's a nice little circle here. If you could have got Western Kentucky, you could have maybe circled Appalachian State and just kept them, you know, at bay here, like like an old Civil War battle plan here. Just circle. <laughs> I don't think anybody minds going to Boone, North Carolina, either. Um, it'll be those will be two tough outs in football for sure, um, and increasingly so in basketball. I mean, it's going to end up being a really solid league when you look at those two sports and even baseball a really good baseball league i know that odu's baseball coach is excited about that um they're they're working on 
funding a new stadium here because they they uh, entered the NCAA tournament last year as the number one seed in a regional and could not host because of the facilities. So um, I think that was a kick in the pants they needed to, to really make something happen. So ODU will be a great addition to that league. Yeah, and I would think Old Dominion would have to be considered one of the favorites in basketball on a yearly basis. Uh, Sunbelt is not the strongest basketball league right now, but it's moving, it's progressing. But you know, instantly, you know, Old Dominion's probably going to be one of the favorites in this league. I would think. I would think so, um, and that you know that's a big plus going in for ODU. Um, not to mention one thing about. Old Dominion games and football and basketball, people never know where to find them. If they if they're not going to the game, they don't know where to to watch. And the Sun Belt has the um, ESPN deal. For, I think they're in the second or third year of a ten year deal. Every single football and basketball game will be on one of the network's platforms. So uh, that's a big plus too. Obviously, that's going to bring a lot of money into the school. Yeah, and visibility. As we mentioned, Old Dominion, that was a great brand before it came in the Conference USA. The whole point of bringing Old Dominion in was to try to help improve Conference USA, and it kind of felt like maybe Conference USA as a whole, the league kind of squandered some of the things that you know had established it pri- uh, previously. Now, you know, thankfully there was that lifeline there to bring Marshall, Old Dominion, Southern Miss together, get out of Conference USA, and start this newer, refreshed league that's, as you mentioned, probably going to be the best uh, non-Power you know, 5 league out there, or at least if it's not, it's going to be one of the top two for sure. And the television exposure, you know, people might not know Old Dominion, but they're going to find out about Old Dominion, definitely. Yeah, and I don't, I don't give many opinions, really, because um, my job is to report, but I've covered Conference USA for many years because I came here from covering East Carolina football and basketball and um, it has never made a lick of sense to me. There, there, there's no reason on earth that Old Dominion and UTEP should be in the same conference. It just makes no sense. So just, I'm glad to see things kind of contracting geographically to a point where it actually does make sense that, you know, hey, you play Appalachian State. That, that's, of course you do. So yeah, I'm excited about it. So you covered East Carolina for a long time. That's um, yeah. Again, that's a that's a school that I'm sure we'd love to see. It's not going to happen, but try to grab and get into maybe that last piece of the of the Sun Belt to get him an ECU in. I know that's not going to happen, but it would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. There's Old Dominion would have no more sensible geographic rival than East Carolina. I mean, it's I think two and a half, three hours away. So. Um, and of course, East East Carolina's had success in football, really great success. Not so much in basketball, but um, yeah, it, at least when you play it, play schools that are relatively close by, the players might know somebody on the other team. You know, that, that, it, it's, those things make sense. They're not going to know anybody at UTEP or, or North Texas. So, yeah, that, I'm sure everybody's looking forward to that. David Hall is our guest from the Virginian Pilots. My first time getting to talk to David. And, David, uh, I hope we can do it again more often. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, I love the fact that Marshall and Old Dominion are going to be together for many years in the Sun Belt. And, you know, honestly, uh, I love talking to uh, the guys on this side of the uh, division more than the West guys just because you know, 
we can relate to each other. You know, not just uh, mm-hmm. not just the players, but yeah, the media as well. It feels like you know the East Side. We relate better to each other than we do with the, some of the guys on the on the West Side. Yeah, I love those rare occasions when I go cover a game at University of Richmond or um, or East Carolina. Uh, you know, I, I see people I know, and it it feels familiar and comfortable, and and uh, it all makes a lot more sense that way. David, good talking to you. Thanks for doing this today. I appreciate it. Hopefully, we can do it again soon. Sure. I hope people will read all this stuff on uh, pilotonline.com. Definitely. David Hall, my guest. David, thanks. We'll do it again soon. Thank you very much. Take care. That's David Hall. You can uh, find him on pilotonline.com. Good talking to him. That was my first time getting a chance to catch up with him. Uh, I, I really enjoy reading uh, a lot of the stuff coming out of the Virginian Pilot. They do a fantastic job covering Old Dominion. Uh, I tell you what, they're an example of what you know a paper should do when covering a, a school. I wish more media outlets, when, when we have them, were like that. So one of my favorite uh, Conference USA, soon-to-be Sunbelt media outlets, the Virginian Pilot. When we continue, we'll get your phone calls in, 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. We're going to ramp that text line back up for you now at 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. More coming up on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. We got the text line open now for you. I have, I've just fired it up. 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So what do you think we're going to get tomorrow? Coach Huff's got his event tomorrow. Made the announcement on Twitter yesterday, the world stage, that the offensive coordinator is going to be Clint Trickett. How are you feeling about that? Are you good with that one? Hiring in-house, you like that? He's elevating guys. Or should he have gone elsewhere? I haven't heard really a dissenting opinion on that. Okay, I, I usually I don't do this, but Jaden is our our intern producer today is Jaden. I mean, it's a Ryan's out of rotation today. It's it's Jaden, and so all right, Jaden, what what you're, you're like screaming at me like I have a scoop. This better be good. It's okay. What do you got? It better be good. So the scoop is is that I go to a barber shop, and of course we'll keep this. Anonymous. Whoa, 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 so the scoop is from a barber shop. It's directly from a player I know on the team. Okay, so you go to a barber shop, and this is directly from a player that you share a barber shop with. Okay, th- that that sounds legit. Go go on. So we're at the barber shop, and of course the barbers like to ask the football player inside scoop information because you know it's the barber shop, and. Uh, they ask him about what are what is his opinion on you know a future OC. This was before the hire, and he says that uh, there is a uh, a consistent a consensus amongst 
a certain group of players that really wanted to see Trickett get hired. So it seems that there's at least some aspect of the locker room that wanted to see Clint Trickett become the OC. Okay. That was the scoop that the barbershop sourced. That's the source. The source is your barbershop has approved the uh, hiring of Clint Trickett as the, well, elevation of Clint Trickett as the OC. Okay. I think he's a, he has a good mind that he's uh, punctual and that he's detailed oriented. You know, you could have sent me a text like yesterday, the day before when you get your hair done and said, hey, uh, sources, uh, Clint Trickett next uh, OC at Marshall. Could have, but. You could have, but you didn't. This is why you're an intern right now. You're learning. You're learning the process. Also, I'm still a, I'm not even graduated yet. I don't have my journalism degree yet. Obviously. Okay. All right. There you go. That's Jaden, the intern. We'll hear him back on the show in another month. So um, we appreciate that. Phone lines, 304-523-2275. 304-523-2275. I need to go to this barber shop, apparently, just hang out one day as I can get a hold of the, the herd information, the scoop. Um Hang out on, hang out the barber shop, the message boards, the uh, the Facebook groups. I need to hang out there a little bit more. Just see what's going on. See what's, or I need to hire one of those folks to do this show. Yeah, I think that that might be the better answer here. Hire one of those folks here to handle social media and the show. So if the players are down with it, that's not a bad decision. If the players are down with it, and of course, it offers some continuity as well. You don't want to bring in a, a new person. And plus, the added benefit here as not only the offensive coordinator, but you're going to be handling the quarterbacks, is you've got almost a a blank canvas coming in with your multiple quarterback options, multiple quarterback options here. So you have a blank canvas. You can work with them. I'm sure with all the connections between you know Coach Trickett and Coach Huff and, and the Nick Saban way, and everything that goes in between, you know, coaches as far as you know familiarity, what they like to do, the systems they like to run, you know, it's going to be a little bit more uh, cohesive. There's going to be more synergy. There's going to be more of a, uh, you know, a flow to how things are supposed to work. So that's not a bad hire whatsoever. You know, we'll see if it works. We'll see if it works because honestly, I would hate to be of all jobs at Marshall. I would hate to be the offensive coordinator maybe the most because if you look at past seasons, if things aren't going right, it goes one of two ways. Either the offensive coordinator gets blamed for everything that's going on or the head coach gets blamed for not letting the offensive coordinator do his job. That might be that might be a little too basic, but at the end of the day, I don't know if I want to be that guy because if the team's not doing well, interceptions, things like that, I mean, they're not saying fire Coach Huff. Okay, maybe some did on social media. Uh, I would say they're yelling for the offensive coordinator's job. So hopefully Coach can come in and, you know, People will like him and be happy with him and be excited to see what he's going to do. You've got new quarterbacks coming into the system. You have a blank canvas. You can you can shape them the way you want to. You can have them learn the system the way you want to. And 
if Marshall does well on offense, then you're going to come out and go, see, we told you. We told you. It was the offensive coordinator. And if Marshall doesn't do well on offense, it's going to be, well, that's the, you know, that's why he gets paid the big bucks. That's why he gets paid the big bucks. Coach Huff gets paid the big bucks. That's why he gets paid those big dollars. Because if if it's not, let's go after the offensive coordinator on social. It's go after the coach. Coach has handled this before. He, he can handle the social medias. He does pretty good. All right, we're going to take a quick timeout. Come back. We will get your phone calls in. 877-420-TALK. 877-420-8255. The text line is 304-523-2275. More coming up on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Time for your phone calls and texts. 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Toll free is going to be 877-420-TALK. Again, 877-420-8255. That text line is 304-523-2275. Coming up tomorrow on the program, Tony Kemper. We'll hear from him. How will the Thundering Herd bounce back after dropping a couple of contests on the road? We'll find out from the head coach himself. Also, we're going to join live. It's scheduled for 5.30, so we'll go live to it. Tomorrow there is a recruiting event. It's sort of a fan event after National Signing Day pretty much is going to wrap up. You've got the majority of it, but there's still some things to be finished. There's actually players who have already transferred in that are here available. So you'll get a chance to meet some of them. If you haven't already, they'll be at this event tomorrow. But the press conference portion is going to be 5.30 tomorrow. So we're going to go to that live. We're actually going to hopefully have some reaction after that. We're going to send a we're going to send our, our crack staff. We're actually letting some of our staff out of the office into public tomorrow. Don't don't mess this up, Jaden. Don't don't mess this up. Don't mess this up. I mean, I, I picked you. Uh, just don't mess this up. Uh, there'll be uh, by the way, there'll be nachos tomorrow here in the studio. Sorry, Jaden. Again, text line 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. You know better. With the budget we have here, there will be no nachos tomorrow on the program. This is pretty cool, though. If you if you think about what's happening tomorrow, yeah, I'm interested to see how this goes because recruiting sort of a big deal now at Marshall. You don't really appreciate it fully until you get caught up in it. Yeah, I get it. Recruiting is going to be the lifeblood of the program. You want to try to get the best kids possible. Hopefully they all pan out. You know, you're trying to improve the talent level. You're trying to attract the very best and brightest to, to play for Marshall. You're trying to you know, offer them things that will make their lives better. At the same time, they're going to come in and, and play football for you. And it's not been as flashy. It's a lot flashier now. I mean, you got a coach that thrives on recruiting, thrives on, I don't want to call it the game of recruiting, but it's it's almost is a game. You're, you're going out there. You're targeting individuals that can help your program. And 
you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. So you got to go out there and target the kids you think could give you the best shot of winning and then convince them to come and play for you. And you see a lot more events going on with Marshall. There's really more energy, emphasis into it. The Thundering Herd's very more very public now. The Herd's public about this stuff. I mean, did you ever see Doc Holliday? And I'm not saying this to pick on Doc. Doc was a different coach. He was an old-school coach. Did Doc get on Twitter and do the hype things that Coach Huff did? No, and I'm not, that's not a knock on Doc. That's just Doc was just an old-school, different type of guy. I mean, he was a grinder. I mean, he would come, probably get up uh, before everybody else. Probably bef- He would probably wake up on the farm, just, you know, wake up the roosters. Hey, wake up. Do your job. I mean, Doc was a, a grindstone type of guy. And he put a lot of art, work, and energy into it. And then he would go home after, you know, because give the guy some time off. Let the guy go home, right? He wasn't a social media guy. And I think that rubs some people wrong that he wasn't an out and about guy. And I was good with that. That's cool. Yeah, I, I didn't need to see Doc Holliday hanging around Huntington all all night. You know, he had things he, you know, wanted to invest his time in outside of football, and I get that. Now, you, you didn't see that. I mean, he wasn't hanging out in Huntington. I mean, and I get that. You, you like interacting with coaches. You you know, you kind of like you want to hang out with them, and I get that. But hey, you know, I'm part of the community. I'm, I'm out here hanging out. You know, coaches have uh, been really successful, I think, you know, doing it. He's he he is out there. He's involved, and not saying that previous coaches weren't involved, but you know we could go, we could go on Twitter, and we could track Coach Huff. We can we could almost stalk Coach Huff on Twitter, because you know he's he's out there and he's just throwing it out there on Twitter. He's he's engaged. I mean, he's got to have like one amazing battery booster on his phone. He's got yeah you know, a Morphe or something you know he's got you know some battery case or something where he's constantly got it plugged in or he's got multiple phones I don't know he's got maybe a a, a switch bank of phones he he's got like four or five one runs out of juice okay get the no- next one on because you know he's killing it on social media and I, I think that's what kids like today and it's not into one of those conversations well like back in my day you know. We're not uh, we're not there yet. It's not one of those. Well, back in my day, you know, we had carrier pigeons sending the. Uh, you know, we didn't fax our letter of intent in. You know, we had a carrier pigeon here. You know, we had to Western Union that thing over. So, you know, he's on Twitter. The kids um, the kids see that he's visible. He's highlighting the team's success. He's celebrating success. He's going out. He's making visits. You know, he's he's letting people know on social media what he's doing. You can see it. It's to generate excitement, energy. People are talking about it. It gives me something to talk about. I mean, I could either talk about things like uh, that, what Coach Huff is doing, or I could talk about Jaden's uh, inside source at the barbershop for the latest news that I didn't find out from Jaden directly. I mean, what good's a source, Jaden, if I don't get to hear about it? Come on, Jaden. Come on, man. So next time you're sort, I, by the way, I know, yeah, thanks. I know who the source is now. It seems legit. Football player at the yeah barbershop. You know that's going to get shut down. By the way, 
because you just you said where it came from. That's going to get shut down because some somebody's going to go. Hey, who's talking at the barber shop? Who's talking? We're going to find out real soon if that source gets shut down. So don't reveal your source. Do they not teach that over there in journalism school? Apparently not. Don't reveal your sources. I mean, unless you actually are you're you're quoting someone. But if you're like sources, yeah, who's your source? Well, I can't tell you. Can't tell you because then they're not going to tell me anything else. Tomorrow should be more fun. Definitely looking forward to it. Tony Kemper is going to be on my guest, and then we're going to talk uh, with Coach Huff. Uh, his Zoom is coming up tomorrow. Uh, I'm thinking it's going to go about 30 minutes. So if there is time tomorrow after the after the presser, we'll we'll talk about it. If not, we'll have it for you. Uh, if it goes a little over, because the event's at six o'clock tomorrow, so if it goes over a little, a little, we're going to we're going to stay with it. So if he goes over five minutes, ten minutes, we're going to stay with it, just to give it to you in its entirety. So we won't cut it off tomorrow. Usually, uh, you know, we end the show here uh, in the next few minutes. So tomorrow we'll give it to you in its entirety. We'll hear from Coach Huff, get his thoughts on National Signing Day that is coming up tomorrow. And we'll have it here on the drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So we also, you know, once we get past that, we are getting closer and closer to the start of our wall-to-wall coverage, which is just basically me talking to everybody I possibly can about the Bengals taking on the Rams in the Super Bowl. Isn't it good? Isn't it good that the Bengals are in the Super Bowl and not against the 49ers, even though I kind of was looking for that matchup. Isn't it good that we finally have a different matchup? Uh, the Rams have been there. Bengals have it in a long time. I mean, we're getting into a new NFL now. Next season will be the first season in a long time without Tom Brady. So that's going to be a strange feeling for a lot of people. Aaron Rodgers could be playing in Tampa. Think of it that way. Aaron Rodgers could be in Tampa, and Byron Leftwich could be Aaron Rodgers' coach. Because you look at these jobs that are out there right now. Does Byron look at the jobs that are available at the end of the day if he's offered one and go, you know, I'm going to wait for a better opportunity. I'm going to wait for a better opportunity. Oh, by the way, Aaron Rodgers is coming to Tampa. Let's get that rumor started right now. Would he go to Dallas? Would he go... Elsewhere, no, he wouldn't do anything like that. He wouldn't make a, a move like that and say, hey, you know, I want to play for Dallas. Pittsburgh, though, you see Aaron Rodgers playing in Pittsburgh? I don't want Aaron Rodgers playing in Pittsburgh. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that right now. I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers play in Pittsburgh. Go down to Tampa. Have fun there. Enjoy. It's warmer in Tampa. Think of it this way. You're going from Green Bay to Pittsburgh. It's It doesn't get much warmer in Pittsburgh. Go to Tampa. It's warmer. Gronk might still be there. It's warmer. You don't want to do that. I mean, if, if you come from Green Bay, you want to go to a warmer climate. You want to go somewhere where it's warm. Not Green Bay cold. Not Pittsburgh. You don't want to do that. So, uh, and, and plus, I don't want him in the AFC North. Could you imagine, though, if, if Aaron Rodgers was in the AFC North, instant sellout for the Browns, Instant sellout for the Bengals. Instant sellout for the Ravens. And with all those weapons, North would be loaded again. You would have three good teams in the Browns. 
By the way, why are Browns fans so salty at me? I, it's not my fault the Browns haven't been good and haven't gotten to the Super Bowl since ever. Since the formation of the Super Bowl, since the Super Bowl era began, the Browns have not been a part of it. And and yet Browns fans, I was at the Union the other day, and um, it was like someone was commenting about the Bengals. He was a Browns fan. I'm like, what? Stop. Stop. The adults are talking here. The Super Bowl team fans are talking here. Stop that. Yeah, I can't um, see. This is um, this is why um, this is why I haven't invited Woody back on the show just yet. Mister Brown himself. He was there the last time the Browns were relevant. That's how old he is. That was almost. Uh, that was almost. Uh, it's going to be me. That was almost me here. Like, yeah, I remember when the Bengals were relevant here. I was almost that old guy. That's going to do it for this edition. We'll be back tomorrow. We've got plenty to talk about tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. Coach Huff's presser is coming up tomorrow. We're going to hear from Tony Kemper. Uh, I'm debating. Do I talk to him about the Bengals-Chiefs game with him, see if he'll, um, he'll continue to hold the presser after that? We'll find out. I might not. I might just skip that. We'll see. For our uh, tandem of Jaden and Ryan, good job, guys. Um, we stayed on the air for the entire hour. Good job. I'm Paul Swan. This is going to do it for today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.